was wondering, do you think that like makeup companies are hurting really bad right now? Oh, my God, probably. Uh, Because I can't even tell you the last time that I've ever had to buy mascara or eyeliner. It's been a long time. God damn. Um, Actually, I'm running out right now and I need to buy more. And also on the flip side of this is occasionally I'll walk into my bathroom and then just put on lipstick because I want to go out and I want to be pretty. And so I put on lipstick and then I come downstairs and Brandon's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then my kid will be like, you look pretty, mommy. And I'm like, thanks, baby. That's all I needed. You're right. I look pretty, girl. Boy, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Okay. Welcome to another installment of fucking COVID recording. Yeah, COVID recording. And by the way, COVID crash recording. We added another layer to that because we procrastinate and life. Right. And also, it wouldn't actually be crash recording if we didn't have two this week because Patreon came out yesterday, guys. Yeah, go join (laughs) Patreon. It only costs a dollar and you get access to now 20 episodes for a dollar. A dollar. Or more if you want. I mean, if you want to, you could like buy a coffee, whatever. Yeah. You know. Okay, Aaron, give me your goddamn. All right, Stacey. I got got you. I got you first. (laughs) Well, my goddamn is that fucking COVID finally took me, not like literally or anything, but I lost my voice this morning and I had to leave work and I was like, it, it just finally hit me. It hit my whole family, and it hit me finally. But now also, that's sick. not exactly my goddamn. My goddamn is more that, like, the quarantine finally hit me. Oh, no. Because I dyed my hair pink. <laughs> you did, and I've been trying so hard to not say something about it. But I love it. It's so pretty. Yeah. I like how Isn't you're like, so pretty? I dyed my hair pink. Like, it's so risque. Girl, your hair used to always be pink. How does it feel? I know, but I never did it myself. <laughs> oh, that's true. You did do it yourself. Good job. Thank you. Did I sound very condescending back there? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did it this pink because all of my fucking hair dye is at your house. And I was like, I'll just get it from her when we record. And then we never fucking recorded. And then yeah. I'm like, I'll just get it from her this weekend. And then I was like, oh, wait, my whole family is going to be sick for COVID. For the record, you don't have COVID. Or at least... Two members of your house don't have COVID. No, I don't have COVID. Two members of my household came back negative for COVID. I'm just a fucking drama queen and an exaggerator, so. Fully support it. I'm with you, and I'm Mm. down to call it COVID, but I just wanted to address it on the podcast because people worry. Oh, that's probably fair. Yeah, no, everything came back negative. It's definitely not COVID, but, um. It's COVID. We're calling it If you ask me, I'm dying. Well, it's a really pretty pink. Where did this come from? Actually, it's just a shampoo. Oh, and it dyes your hair that color. yeah, I really so it's like super it. Super easy, and yeah, and it only took me two washes to do this, and then now it's been like four days or something, and it's still pretty darn pink. So Ooh, it is. Listen. Was it hard? No, if it's a shampoo. No, it's just shampoo. It might be my new go-to, like between hair dye mm-hmm. dyes. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's what I've been doing is like literally just mixing some of the dye in with shampoo whenever I want to do like fast. Like mm-hmm. like I don't want to sit there for mm-hmm. 30 minutes with shit on my hair, but I also don't want my hair to be white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun. 
Yeah, yeah, but that looks like the prettiest pink I ever did see, and I love it. I'm all about it. It's so pretty. Girl, mm-hmm. get it. All right, Stacey, give me your goddamn. Well, my brother is in the process of purchasing a new home, and I guess during COVID, you're not allowed to, like, go look at homes unless you actually have the money to go buy them. Like, you know, open houses and shit or whatever, or, like, a restricted thing. So he had to sell his house first before he can go buy his new house. And luckily, my mom is in the market for a roommate. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But... But my brother moved his whole family in with my mom to be like, hey, let us stay with you while we look for a home. And my mom's like, fuck yes, I want to be surrounded by my children and my grandchildren and I'm all about it and let's do it, right? Yeah. So my brother has a dog named Charlie who's a chocolate lab that used to be Aaron's dog where in high school we literally went and bought this dog. (laughs) And then your dad went and let you keep him. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, it's a bad idea. And you were like, no, it's not. You should do it. And I was like, that's a lot of money, and it's a really bad idea. My dad's going to be pissed. And you were like, just do it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) My dad was like, nah, fuck that. Get rid of it. (laughs) That is literally our friendship, like, summed up in just (laughs) one experience. Like, if that's just one of the many, like, and and you haven't left me yet. I know. Listen, you're a bad influence, but it's always fun. It is. And we had a backup. I knew, like, I wasn't going to let your dog, whatever. I thought your dad was going to let him keep him. It's the method I pulled. I would just show up and be like, but look, it's cute. And then my family would be like, fuck, it really is cute. But I forgot your dad doesn't have a goddamn soul. So there's that. No. No, he does not. I was like, it's his favorite kind of dog. Yeah. So he's much more likely to be like, ah, yes. Ah, we will keep him. But he let me keep a fucking chicken. I showed up with a chicken and he was like, we got to build a coop. (laughs) What? I know. I thought thought the chocolate lab would be a slam dunk. So it didn't work out. And my brother took the dog. And now it is my brother's dog. And his name is Charlie. So Charlie doesn't have a place to stay. So my brother asked me to watch Charlie. So my goddamn is that I have Charlie, who I love so much. And I forgot how much I love this fucking dog because I literally haven't seen him in, like, probably 10 years. I don't even fucking know. Like, I go over to my brother's house, but he's, like, an outside dog now, which I did not know was a thing. But my brother keeps saying, like, oh, he's just an outside dog. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go outside and be with the dog. And then my brother's like, well, he kind of stinks. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to go be with the outside dog. (laughs) But every time I go now with kids and everything, we get distracted. And I usually don't get to see him. Or if I do, it's, like, really quick. So... And for the record, I'm being very dramatic. It hasn't been 10 years. Uh, It's probably been five. (laughs) (laughs) Don't exaggerate. I know. But so my brother dropped him off and he's so old. So that makes me so sad. But he's still so happy and like dopey and like, oh, my God, he got so excited to see me. But he's like all old and like, you know, but he is like wiggle butt, his little wiggle butt. And he's just like the sweetest little boy ever. And I've adopted him. And I'm considering asking my brother to let me keep him. Really? Yeah. I don't think my brother will ever give up that dog because that dog is his baby. And the only reason that dog is an outside dog is because now my brother has a family and everything, you know? And so rules of households apply in certain scenarios. And so Mm. whatever. So now the dog's an outside dog. But I'm like, yeah, because that dog used to literally sleep in bed with my brother. It was like his shadow and everything. And I think that I need to take him and keep him forever. My brother will never give him up because he's like, that is my boy, you know? Like, my brother loves that fucking yeah. dog. But a little part yeah. of my soul is like, but, but can I have him? <laughs> yeah. He could sleep on your bed with yes, his big, and I will rub his head. 
oh, it's in our yeah. rub his belly and his paws. And anyway, so I'm having the time of my life with him here right now. He's like the easiest dog, too. I miss that like, dog. Chill as fuck. You need to get better so you can come see him. I miss him. He's going to be so I excited know. to see I was supposed to be able to see him fucking today. I know. Don't worry. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have the dog for a while because they don't have a house. So, <laughs> Oh, good. So it's not like yeah. an end in sight. So, Excellent. Yeah. Well, I hope they take a while. At least another week. And then we can fucking, I'll see him. For sure. Even then I'll be like, I'll just keep him while you move in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. You know, you don't want to put that stress on him. Oh, you don't have a yard? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it, please. Yeah. Little baby. But oh my God, I just love him so much and it makes my life so complete and I can't wait until you come over and see your long lost child again. My baby. I can't wait to he's see so great. him. I just want to squish his little face. And he's going to love it. <laughs> he's going to love it. Yeah, he is. He's so slobbery. I forgot how slobbery he was. Yeah, he's got them lips. He's got a lot of jowls. His dopey little <laughs> face. Oh, I just freaking, I just want my face in his face all the time. I love that goddamn dog. He's so cute. So that's my goddamn it's a beautiful goddamn. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Well, Aaron, you gonna tell me about some murder? I'm gonna tell you about some murder. And actually, this is a listener recommendation. So what, shout what? out to Heather from New York on Instagram. Uh, she suggested this case. And all she literally said was, I got a suggestion for you. Google Big Lurch. And I was like, you have my fucking attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get you. <laughs> uh-huh. You just, uh, like, dangle that carrot in Drop front of my hint, face of, like... play hard to yeah. get. Oh, it <laughs> yeah. gets me every time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> so today's story starts off with Antron Singleton. Antron? Fancy-ass motherfucking name. Antron yeah, it is. Singleton. All right. Uh, he was born September 16th, 1976 in Dallas, Texas. And at the age of seven, he really took to, like, poetry and shit, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is not a sentence I thought I would ever utter. But, you know, hey, age of seven, he was like, fuck yeah, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe. I can say this shit. Yeah. He's like, I got the beat. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But, well, essentially, yeah. He was like, oh, I like poetry and I actually want to grow up to be a rapper. So he did have the beat. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, Anton. <laughs> In 1990, he started performing and he earned the stage name Big Lurch because he was like tall and lanky and like a six foot seven man who resembled Lurch from the Adams family. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So they were like, this motherfucker look like Lurch. Let's call him Big Lurch. And that's how he got his name. <laughs> He's bigger than Lurch, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? I feel like, oh, fuck, you can't pick a better name, <laughs> more menacing I know, name. right? <laughs> Although it's kind of badass, Big Lurch. You know. In September of the 2000, mm-hmm. Big Lurch was 24 years old, and he was driving in his car when he was hit by a drunk driver. Oh, shit. And he ended up with a broken fucking neck from the accident, and he oh was hospitalized. God. And while he was there, they were obviously heavily medicating him, right? Because he got a broken fucking neck. Mm-hmm. And he kind of grew to rely and depend on that medication and developed a little bit of an addiction. Yeah. And when he was released, he took up smoking PCP to help manage his pain. Can you tell where this conversation is going to take us? Yeah, I think so. But goddamn. So Big Lurch, Mr. Big Tall Guy, is going to be a fucking PCPer? Oh, yeah. 
But I didn't know that you could use PCP to take away your pain. Like pain management, PCP, that's an option. I mean, I'm pretty sure it takes away like everything, like your job and your family and your pain. (laughs) And like your sense of reality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it all goes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so like I said, he always aspired to be a rapper. And then in 2002, he was given an offer to move to Los Angeles and go record a rap album. So fucking nailed it. Okay. He actually was, like, performing with some, like, pretty big rappers and shit that I'm assuming were pretty big because they were listed. Like, oh, my God, he rapped alongside fucking Mystic 1220. I don't even know their fucking names. (laughs) I was like, I've, okay. (laughs) And also was signed to all of these labels. And the labels had really cool names. And then in parentheses, they were, like, formerly known as Death Row Records. And I was like, oh, Oh, I know Death Row. Like, I, I am not... The person to do any of this fucking research. Yeah. But I know Death Row Records. Yeah, right? Fucking Big Lurch was spitting with Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I mean, it sounded like he was starting to make a name for himself and shit. So, yeah. He goes to LA to like record an album. Awesome. Good for him. Yeah, get it, Lurch. Cut to April 10th in 2002. Big Lurch was 26 years old and, like I said, living in L.A. with a friend of his named Thomas Moore. Mm-hmm. And Thomas's girlfriend, who was a 21-year-old aspiring model named Tynesha Isais. Well, starting the day before, on April 9th, Lurch and Thomas, they had been hanging out and smoking PCP, getting high like they do. Mm-hmm. And I guess this little bender had flowed into, like, the following day. So now we're on April 10th, right? So... They've been getting high all day, all night, whatever. Yeah. They're feeling fucking great. Loosey-goosey. All loosey-goosey. So Tynesha comes home, and she walks into the apartment, and she encounters an out-of-control, super high Mr. Lurch. Uh-oh. No, he's Mr. Lurch now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just wrote Lurch in my notes, but, you know, Big Lurch. Big Lurch is out of his mind. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Well, that same day, Tynesha had made plans with her friend, Alyssa. And sorry, I know there's a lot of names. I swear. They stop here. (laughs) And Alyssa was supposed to come visit Tynesha at her apartment around noon so that they could, like, hang out or whatever. And so Alyssa shows up at their agreed-upon time after not really hearing from Tynesha. And when she gets there, she notices that Big Lurch is standing outside— And he's completely naked, and he's staring at the sky. Uh Uh-oh. He's, like, screaming at the sky, I guess. I don't know. Oh. And his mouth, chest, and stomach were covered in blood. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. That's not good. Nope. That's not good at all. That's Mm -mm. suspicious. Mm -mm. Yeah, no joke. So Alyssa happened to see that there was a police officer nearby, and she flagged him down and was like, yo, something's wrong with Big Lurch over there. You need to go check him out. And... I'm, like, fucking worried about my friend. And so she runs into the apartment to go check on Tynesha. Past the fucking PCP man? Yeah, like, he was outside. And she was like, whoa, cops, come get this guy. And the cops were dealing with him. And she was like, my friend, let me go see what was going on. Like, that's her roommate. Yeah. And so she runs in to go find Tynesha. But he wasn't, like, blocking the door. He was just, like, outside on the street corner tripping balls. Yeah. Ooh, still covered in blood? I'd be like, oh, that's fucking sketch. Yeah, maybe the cops should go in first. Yeah. No, she was jumping right in there. 
And so she runs into the apartment, and there she finds Tynesha laying on the floor covered in blood. Oh, no. Her chest had been sliced (gasps) open, and the knife, which had a three-inch blade, was left in her body when it got stuck in her scapula, which is your shoulder blade. And it was her left shoulder blade, for the record. So the knife got stuck in her. Ew. And it just got left in there. Oh, that's awful. I know. Her organs had been torn from her body and her right lung was found on the floor. Oh, my God. With obvious chunks missing from it. And they were bite chunks missing from it. And, like, it had been ripped from her chest. Oh, Like, it wasn't cut with the knife out. Like, somebody literally ripped some organs out. And I bet you can guess who that somebody is. Uh, Side note. Lungs yeah. are generally protected by ribs. Mm-hmm. You have to break through that yeah. shit to rip out some lungs. Or like go around it. Like go under it. <sighs> Ugh, I don't know. They did not specify how those lungs exited her body other than they were torn out. Because ribs generally, generally go all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go around it unless you go under it. I mean, he could break them, too, I guess. Maybe he just grabbed some shit and was ripping and tearing and didn't really know what he was ripping and tearing. That's gross. Yeah, not good. No. Her face was also covered in bite marks, and basically what I'm telling you is that Big Lurch tried to eat her raw. Oh, my God. Just started chomping on her. Ugh. So, obviously, the police are like, oh, we have a murder on our hands, and there's a dude standing outside covered in her blood. Let's arrest him, right? Yeah. So they arrest Antron, a.k.a. Big Lurch, Uh on suspicion of murder, and they take him to seek medical attention because they're like, oh, shit, he's covered in blood. Something's going on. Like, this dude's tripping balls still. He's obviously not, like, fucking mentally with us here. Something's going on. And so he gets medical attention, and while he's there, they they pump his stomach, probably to be like, uh, did you ingest something? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And he did ingest something. He ingested fucking lung. They found two chunks of her lung. Oh, my God. Of Tanisha's lung in his stomach. Ugh, that's gross. Right? Like, I fucking found the person who did it. Yeah. Exhibit A? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Does this, like, fucking piecing that shit together like a goddamn 3D puzzle? Ugh. Meanwhile, Tanisha's mom, Carolyn, she gets a call from the cops saying that her daughter had been murdered, and she asks, like, for the details, like, what the fuck happened, but the police don't tell her much information. They're just like, you know, it's not good, and she's gone, like, there's an investigation underway, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So then she starts to hear these rumors from, like, everybody that her daughter had been ripped open and essentially cannibalized, and she goes to the cops like, what the actual fuck? Like, yeah. Did this really happen? I have to know. And the cops are like, no, 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 no. Just ignore those rumors. <gasps> like, that's just hearsay. Don't worry about it. Like, that's not what actually happened. There were no bite chunks taken from her. Or I don't know if they directly said there were none of those, but they said, like, those are just rumors. Ignore it. Okay. Okay. So Big Lurch was charged with murder of, like, you know, the murder of Tynesha. And he pled not guilty by reason of insanity. Yeah. His defense was that because of his drug use at the time, he was in a psychotic state and that he shouldn't be held responsible for his actions. Okay, well, he chose to fucking take the PCP. Exactly. Fucking right. So 
you're going the right direction. In California, drug use cannot be used to claim the insanity plea because, you know, exactly what you said. You chose to take the the PCP. Yeah. I almost said the medicine. It's not medicine. No. Don't take that for medicine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the judge was like, nah, you're guilty. Like, you can't do that. That's not fucking a thing. That's like saying you can't blame me for the things I said when I was drunk. Like, Well, I can, so. <laughs> we can. Yeah. Also during the trial is when Tynesha's mom hears the full account of everything that had happened to her daughter. Oh, my God. And she was horrified. Obviously. She's like, hold the fuck on. Yeah, like, you guys told me that these were just a bunch of rumors, and now I'm hearing that all the fucking rumors were true. This is my goddamn nightmare. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? And in a room full of fucking strangers, you find out this awful shit happens to your daughter. Ugh. I don't even know how I would keep it together. Like, oh, God. No. I'd kill him. Yeah. I like how you asked me before we were recording. You were like, would you rather? And it was like a get out of jail free card or never have to wait at a red light. I don't even remember what they were, but I was like, <laughs> red light. And you were like, you could murder somebody. And I was like, I have no need to murder anyone. And then the first thing I say is, I'm going to murder this man. Yeah, I would murder this man. Uh, listen, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. <sighs> I guess you don't. It might be nice to have that card. Mm-hmm. Solid point. All right. Anyway. Okay. So she learns all about this and she's like, the fuck, bro. This is awful. Yeah. On November 7th, 2003, Lurch was, <laughs> Big Lurch, was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Oh, good. For what the fuck he just did. Yeah. For fucking eating a person. Yeah. you can't. Turns out you can't eat somebody. So Tanisha's mother actually went and filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Big Lurch, Tynesha's boyfriend, the Thomas guy. Yeah. And two record labels who are working with Big Lurch. Oh, I wrote them down. I'm so glad. Uh, They're called Stress Free Records. And then I just wrote Death Row Records because I was like, fuck it. They were formerly known as Death Row, and that's the one I know. So those two record labels were actually working with, with Big Lurch. Okay. Why is she suing them? Well, she argued that the record labels were supplying him with PCP and encouraging him to live this, like, gangsta lifestyle so that he could uphold that image and, like, it would make him more marketable as, like, a badass rapper, you know? Yeah. So she's like, oh, you fed Big Lurch PCP so that he would go and do stupid, dangerous things so that you basically caused my daughter's murder. Yeah. She claimed that his raps were also violent and, of course, and also spoke of cannibalism. And he was employed by the labels at the time, so they were liable for her daughter's death. So that's her whole argument. Who raps about cannibalism? Big motherfucking Lurch does, evidently. I don't know. I should have gone and listened to some of his songs or some shit, but I didn't. Instead, I was like, oh, fuck, I have to write this now so that we can record. (laughs) And that's that's a really unique topic for a song and then i guess kind of surprising that he did it or it's like some deep-seated shit that he had like buried in was like i always wanted to eat a person yeah i'm gonna do that shit yeah i'm gonna blame it on pcp or does he think that's like the epitome of gangster is to eat a person eating somebody (laughs) maybe but you know like my very few references to rap and shit like eminem raps about some crazy ass shit and you're like all right well obviously he's just doing it for content right Yeah. So maybe, you know, it's not like a red flag to anybody until you eat somebody. Yeah. But if you turn around and do it, then it's like, oh, I guess. Huh. He was talking about it this whole time. (laughs) Seemed like a red flag now. Oh, yeah. That's a big red flag. 
All right. So that's her fucking angle, right? Yeah. Or that's what she, like, bases her lawsuit off of. However, Death Row Records was like, we didn't feed him PCP. Leave us alone. And they were dropped from the lawsuit. Oh, okay. You can just be like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) If you're Death Row Records, you can. (laughs) No, I'm sure there was way more to it, but I didn't dig that far. But what I did find, it was just very generic. Like, eh, it didn't really stick or hold up in court. But that was like the biggest accusation that was holding the case together. And it sounds like it did not stick. Yeah. So there's that. That makes sense. So are you ready for a plot twist? I am. Because it is kind of like conspiracy theory time, and you know I love a solid conspiracy theory. I do know this about you. It's my favorite. (laughs) So shout out to Reddit user, because we better do this now so that people don't hate me later if they're like, I read this on Reddit, (laughs) and you didn't give me proper credit. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Reddit user Chris SCFB97. Oh, what's up, baby? (laughs) I love the names. They're so (laughs) anticlimactic. Anyway, okay. So this is where I got a lot of this conspiracy theory twist, plot twist shit from. Yeah. So Tynesha's mother, she later goes on record saying that she actually doesn't think that Antron fucking Big Lurch killed her daughter. But instead, what? She thinks that her boyfriend Thomas was actually the one to kill her. Oh, do I have your attention? And Big Lurch just ate her? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay, so here is the story. She says that Thomas was a known gang member who was also very abusive towards Tynesha and was actually beating her up a lot. Oh, shit. And that the night that Tynesha died, she was planning on leaving Thomas and (gasps) had all of her stuff packed up to move out and to leave. Uh Uh-huh. She believes that when Tynesha said, like, I'm fucking leaving, this angered Thomas, and he murdered her, and that Antron slash Big Lurch walked in high as hell on PCP and picked up a chunk of Tynesha's lung and just started chewing on it because he was confused or something. Oh, my God. Or, like, tripped and saw it and was like, "Ah, I'm gonna bite this. Or, like, you know, obviously in his induced state or his altered state, he fucking bit the lung yeah like that's obvious yeah yeah he for sure ate the lung that we know yeah (laughs) of course antron's all over this claim right and he's like uh i don't want to like brush it off because if it's true whatever but he's like yeah that's exactly what happened he says that his friends and roommate like some other friends and thomas Uh got him super high on purpose And that they were actually force-feeding him PCP, like literally pouring it down his throat, not even making him smoke it. How does one take PCP? (laughs) I don't know. I guess it's in liquid form. (laughs) I guess. If you could pour it down someone's throat. And that they were also doing it to Tynesha, like basically getting them both super fucking high. Yeah. And the police actually back up or some of the investigation backs the story up because I guess the amount of PCP that was found in Tynesha's body would have been impossible to to smoke that mm. amount. Like she would have passed out before she could have smoked more. So that kind of supports this theory is that they were like force feeding her or something. Forcing it. Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. Right. And um, Big Lurch had lethal doses in his system as well. Hmm. Okay, here's where it gets really fucking weird. And again, piecing stories together from multiple sources. And then I come across this little nugget and I'm like, okay, what? (laughs) Okay, so evidently the murder, the thing that actually killed Tynesha. Yeah. Was committed with a child scooter. What? 
a child scooter. How? Okay, so, so I shouldn't laugh, but all I'm thinking of, like, it had to be a Razor scooter. Like, those things are, you could fucking amputate somebody with one of those very easily on accident, so. Yeah, they really take out your ankles. Yeah, yeah. But she was hit in the back of the neck with it, and it killed her. Oh, my God. Dear Lord, that sounds awful. But I guess that's kind of like a good thing because she was sliced open. So she was dead when that happened. Thank fuck. Yeah, I guess. God damn. So on this scooter, there was a bloody handprint. And that handprint doesn't match Big Lurch's. Allegedly. There was also bloody footprints and fingerprints all throughout the house, and neither of which matched either Tynesha's or Big Lurch's. Okay, so someone else is at least definitely in the house. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Also, there was, like, this random shoe that was found at the apartment, like, somewhere in the apartment, and it didn't belong to anyone at the home, and the shoe tread matched the tread in the bloody footprint, so somebody wore this shoe, and it wasn't Big Lurch's, and it wasn't Tynesha's, and the other shoe was missing. It was just one shoe in the apartment. Like, somebody was trying to get away, and they forgot to grab that bloody part, or it, like, fell out while they were running away or something, you know? Oh, shit. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Also, it came about that this apartment was actually, no- like, a known dope house. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it was an apartment. Maybe a condo. Anyway, it's, like, a known spot to, like deal out dope and fucking store money and guns and arms and shit. Yeah. But it seems that all of the drugs and the money and everything had been removed from the home. Oh. On the day of Tynesha's murder. Yeah. Pretty fucking suspicious. Well, but, I mean, if somebody got murdered in a place that I was conducting criminal activities, I'd probably take my criminal activities out of there. Yeah, but it sounds like it was so much that that had to be planned. You know, like, Mm. Tynesha wasn't dead long before... She was discovered. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. So the theory is that maybe Thomas had planned to kill her and moved the stash. Was like, yo, tonight I'm going to kill her because she's trying to leave me and that ain't going to happen. Yeah. Also, the claims that Lurch was covered head to toe in blood aren't true. He had some blood on him, but he definitely wasn't covered. And you can actually see pictures. And I would say that any amount of blood is too much blood to be on your body. Like, you know. That's fair. Like, oh, it was only a little bit of lung in my tummy. Like, I only took the tiniest bites or whatever. You know, it's just like, well, yeah, any amount is too much. Especially someone else's blood. It's like, it doesn't belong there. So it's a lot. (laughs) So maybe not the best offense. But also, it's kind of like that portrayal of everybody saying like, oh, my God, it was so awful. He was drenched in her blood. Blood, which, if it were my family member's blood, I would say drenched also because, Jesus Christ, any amount is too much. Yeah. But really, he, like, it just kind of looked like if you were to eat a watermelon and not care where the juice spilled, that's what it looked like. <laughs> you know? Um. Okay, here's where I get mad. Okay. Allegedly, the DNA that was processed for the case, so, like, all of the DNA, was lost so we don't know whose DNA was at the crime scene. What? Like, yeah. Yeah. What? Like, I, again, this is coming from a Reddit post, and I'm sure that this Reddit user cited their sources that you can go back, yeah, and look at. But I just took it directly from a Reddit user. <laughs> and Eva fucking Dentley, DNA was lost. I don't know. Okay. So you can't even really, like, validate who was at the crime scene or who was not at the crime scene? 
Okay, so this whole DNA thing. I don't know if the DNA, if it was like all DNA was lost from the case or if it was just like, oh my God, we found this third person's DNA that happened to be blood or something and we lost it. So now we can't validate whose it is or what, but some fucking crucial information is missing and now can no longer be proved to say if this actually happened or not, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, here's where it gets even more fishy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. Antron was actually represented by his manager. What? Like, his, like, talent manager? Uh Uh-huh. I guess he doubled as a fucking lawyer? I don't know. Or, like, his record label was like, yeah, he's your manager and also our lawyer. You can have him. Yeah, he moonlights as a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. And... Big Lurch trusted him, right? Like, Uh he was helping him with his career and stuff, so he trusted him, and he was like, fuck yeah, I want him as my lawyer. And then this lawyer fucking encouraged him to plead the insanity deal, or, like, plea, right? Yeah. Even though in California you cannot plea insanity after drug use. So, like, what the fuck, bro? You're the worst lawyer ever. He did not go to law school. (laughs) No. Yeah, exactly. So... You know, strike one there, right? Like, what the fuck? It seems like you were kind of setting me up. Did you know that the insanity plea is... Yeah, just going to get tossed out. Yeah, like, I feel like any lawyer, basically, it's like lawyer one-on-one kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Goddamn, almost common sense. You literally were like, you can't do that. You chose to choose the drug, you know? Yeah. Well, especially if this is, like, a case that you're working on, you should think, like... Let me double check to make sure that this angle is going to work for us. Oh, yeah. And this guy wasn't double checking shit. Yeah. So Antron's like, here's his incentive. He was like, yeah, I'm going to hand you Big Lurch on a silver platter. And in return, you're going to help me out on this other case because fuck this guy in particular. That's what Big Lurch is saying happened. Yeah. Interestingly enough, this lawyer was actually sued and found guilty of being a crap lawyer. I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) On another case. Like, he did not... He was, like, ineffective counsel, didn't help this woman get, like, her full fucking benefits from her child being murdered or some shit. He was just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, he was a shitty lawyer, and he had to pay a lot of money for being a shitty lawyer. Oh, shit. So Big Lurch is like, see, he's an asshole lawyer. He sucked. I wasn't represented appropriately. I thought that I literally was going to, like, you know, plead my fucking insanity deal and get some help. Like, yeah. Or have somebody at least investigate this case and figure it out. But there was no defense. It was just like, ah, I took drugs. That sucks, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Big Lurch is over here like, no, no, no. They were like force-feeding me PCP. There's a reason. There's something going on. This was planned. Hmm. That's suspicious. Right? Evidently, the bite marks on Tynesha's body didn't match Antron's bite marks. What? So there is this theory that there was a dog involved, which I guess the they had a pit bull or something like that. Is it canine fucking marks? That's what I'm saying is like, how do you not even fucking know? But like nobody processed any of this shit. Like his lawyer wasn't like, oh, let's fucking check this shit out and double check to see if they're even his bite marks. Yeah. Nobody was looking into it. They were just like, yep, it was Antron's. And Antron's like, I don't fucking know. I was high on PCP. I don't think I would do that. I didn't plan on murdering her. Like, I think they were force-feeding me all this shit. And his lawyer was like, shh, don't talk about that. Yeah. You don't need to talk about that. Uh, I feel like the medical examiner would be like, and also, there were bite marks from a canine. Yeah. Or a human. Like, you would know. And the medical examiner would know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen the reports. So, who knows? Yeah. 
Maybe they were just like tearing. I don't fucking know. Gross. But there's this theory that like, okay, he only ate the lung and he didn't bite her face or body. That was actually a dog, which uh, I don't know if I really believe. But okay. Yeah. Also, Big Lurch doesn't have this going for him because he says that the last thing that he remembers from the day was that he was terrified and thought that the world was ending and that he had to find and kill the devil. So I'm like, what if you thought she was the devil? Yeah, yeah, god damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is pretty suspicious that all the dope and money and everything was gone, right? Yeah. And that both Big Lurch and Tynesha had lethal doses of PCP in their body. Yeah. And that literally the investigation was like, she couldn't have smoked that. Yeah. That sounds like somebody's force feeding it to her. For sure. And they didn't do any other fucking investigation, apparently, which is kind of suspicious. Yeah, like, where'd that other shoe come from? Whose shoe Mm -hmm. was it? Who did it fit? Did anybody own the other shoe? Like, I have so many questions. If there were so many people coming in and... Or, like, the fingerprint. Yeah, yeah. Did the the roommate get fingerprinted? Exactly. All right, so it didn't take the jury long to deliberate. Like, not even an hour. Oh, wow. So he claims that he didn't really get a fair trial. Yeah. So, like I said, he was like, we literally didn't even have a defense. Like, my lawyer didn't form anything. He was just like, say you were on drugs. And then he was like, I was on drugs. And they were like, yeah, he fucking did it. Like, yeah. not even. And they were like, that doesn't matter. You were still responsible yeah. for your actions. Yeah, you still did it. Exactly. Wow, that's. Even though there's this whole other theory that potentially, yeah, he was there when she was murdered. And yeah, he bit her lung. But potentially, he didn't kill her. Yeah. Like, there's reasonable doubt that somebody else potentially could have been involved. There's a shoe. There's, you know, other person's DNA. Yeah. There's these fingerprints and handprints that, you know, on the murder weapon, there's a palm print in blood that doesn't match Lurch's. What? So, that's, what now? That's pretty fucking reasonable doubt. <laughs> Right? But none of that got presented. Wow. So, I didn't really find a lot of information, but I'm sure he's trying to appeal his fucking case and get, like, you know, a wrongful lawsuit, whatever, ordered. Yeah. And actually, Tynesha's mom is supporting him 100%. Is like, he shouldn't be in prison for her murder. It should be Thomas, because she really thinks Thomas did it. Wow. And so now she's like, I don't even think Big Lurch would do that or did do that. I think he was he was tricked also. So I wonder if there's, like, more to the story, you know? Like, they have the inside scoop of, like, oh, no, they're all bad people and this happens all the time, you know? Yeah. Mmm, that's fucking suspicious. Like, with this group of kids or whatever, yeah. Could you imagine being the mom and taking the side of the person who is convicted, not necessarily committed, but convicted of murdering your daughter? Like, how fucking... That's why I'm thinking how much like of a botched investigation do you have to have that the mom is like nah yeah i don't believe it that's why i'm thinking they have to know something more right like whether it's knowing Mm -hmm. these people a little more in depth to know like uh that sounds like something thomas would do and he's done it in the past or you know whatever yeah like yeah that's true or she was saying like he was beating on her and shit so maybe that was it she was like ah i knew he was gonna get her one day and then he did and he fucking covered it up and framed big lurch like yeah okay she's leaving me i'm gonna kill her because she also said the mom uh tanisha's mom was like this was a crime of passion like her body was torn apart Mm, that's crazy big lurch didn't have that kind of hate for her but thomas did you know especially if she was leaving and she was about to get custody of the children because i was about to tell you in my last little bullet point and i'll still read it to you 
But she had two children, and I'm not sure if it was with Thomas or who, but maybe he was worried about that, too, like not getting custody or some Those shit, poor you know? babies. I know. And so what if he was like, I'm going to kill her because she's trying to leave me. Everybody move your shit, and we're going to frame Big Lurch for it, and then just starts pouring PCP down everybody. Yeah. And they're like, look, he's so crazy. Oh, oh that's so sad. Yeah, it is really sad. So... Friends of Tynesha described her as beautiful with a huge wide smile and that she was somebody who always knew how to keep a smile on no matter what was going on in her life. And like I said, she had two young children who now have to fucking grow up without a mom because of that crazy ass shit. Oh, my God. That's awful. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Thanks, Heather. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. So I read the story alone, and I was like, that is fucking nuts. And then I kept digging, and then I found that plot twist, and I was like, oh, I think I might be buying some of it. Yeah. Like, I'm picking up what they're putting down a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I fully support full-on investigations. Like, if there's another fucking fingerprint, find out who the fingerprint belongs to, especially if that shit is in blood. If there's a palm print in blood on a murder weapon, yeah. and you don't know yeah. who it belongs to, like, that's yeah. real hard to convict a person, then, that it doesn't belong to. I know. Like maybe exactly. as an accomplice or like an also or a side note yeah. or a footnote, yeah. but like not only. Like there yeah. is clearly someone else involved. How do exactly. you not find that other person? I wonder if there were like fingerprints on the murder weapon. Maybe not the murder weapon, but the knife. I was thinking of the knife. You're like, yeah, the scooter had yeah. a palm print. <laughs> I was like, you said you said there was. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the knife. I don't know what's going on in my head. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so put that in your brain holes and think of that shit for a while. Fucking And thanks. the next time you see a goddamn children's scooter, just know that can murder someone. I mean, it's metal, man. Those things are hard. Yeah, they do take out an ankle or two. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of my sons. It's like in the shape of a cute little dog and shit. Goddamn. <laughs> that's a way to go out. Oh. That sucks. And yeah. the wheels light up? Oh, fuck. No. Fuck me all to hell. You off me and the wheels are just lighting up on the floor like a goddamn hula hoop that's been abandoned? Like Ugh. singing a song as you drift off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like baby shark do 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 Oh, my God. Well, goddamn. Anyway, so that's my story. Yeah. That's it. I'm yeah. sticking to it. That's intense. So right about now, we would be telling you that we're going to open some shit at the end of this episode, but we're not recording in person. So I guess we'll wait until next week and hope that everybody is well by then so that we can record in person. Yeah, hopefully. Man, this shit sucks. I know, but it's going to get better. Yep. It always gets better. We'll get through it. It's not COVID. Erin sounds like she's dying on the inside of her heart. It's all over. It's on the outside of my heart, too. Oh, no. Come back. (laughs) Come back to me. All right, lady. So while Aaron's dying, if you want to check out pictures pertaining to my case, which Mm. I don't even know. Oh, I'll put the, okay, I'll put the bloody picture of him up. Evidently, you can find pictures of the lungs and shit, but every, I legit tried to look for it, but everything was like, caution, there's autopsy photos and shit in here too, and I'm usually all about it, but for some reason, if somebody warns me, I'm like, that's just disrespectful. Exactly why I wouldn't search through somebody's phone if I had found it, Hmm. but, so I never clicked on it. Interesting. So if anybody finds it, you know, fucking, I don't know, Facebook that to us. (laughs) Ugh, I don't know. Is about that a that. weird thing to request? <laughs> I just want to see what those long chunks look like. But anyway, um, pictures pertaining to my case, whatever I find, I will put it on there at isgdpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Also, you will find our Patreon links and merch links 
on our website. So go to Patreon, join for only a dollar. You can hear extra episodes. Like we said, episode 20 just got added yesterday. So yep. you get access to 20 extra episodes for a fucking dollar. Yeah. You could spare some change, sir. <laughs> and then also, also, also pick up some merch. It's almost fucking holiday season time. The gift of giving is here and upon us. So drape your goddamn dogs or other animals, guinea pigs, fucking Mamas, llamas, lizards, chameleons in a wonderful fucking bandana that has our logo on it to represent the pod. And if you tag us in photos of your animal representing the podcast or send it to us in an email or whatever the fuck you want to do and just get our attention so that we see it, we will enter you into a raffle again that perhaps we will read live on Twitch again like we did last time. Mm hmm. And it's just going to be a mystery box full of fun shit and perhaps even some merch. You'll know us. We're just in it for the fun. And we want to see your amazing animals. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Also, follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at ISGD Podcast. Join our Facebook group, the Goddamn Pod Group. Uh huh. It's a lot of fun. We accept anybody, evidently even bots, because we had to remove them today. Yep. Our latest pod drama. Uh, come join us and send us memes and be like, what's up, ladies? And we'll be like, hey, girl, hey. Or hey, dude, hey. You know, whatever we feel like. It's always girl. It's always girl. <laughs> then, it, no matter what you are. I don't discriminate. It's always girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what else can they do? Mm-hmm. They can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us case suggestions or just be like, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I will eventually reply. Also, if you want a holiday card... Email oh, us yeah. or fucking contact us in some way. Preferably email because I can search that shit and put in the subject something something card and say, hey, I want a holiday card. And I'll be like, okay, you're on the list. Well, and then also give her your address. Oh, yeah. I also need your address. <laughs> <laughs> There's also that. Yeah. So, All right. you know, send those over. And also, if you want to snail mail us, our P.O. Box is P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And I think that's it. I think we can finally go to sleep. Okay. After our marathon of recording. I know. You guys are awesome. Wait. What? Go subscribe, rate, and review. Oh, yeah. Do that, Please. too. Please. Go tell everybody so we can become awesome and famous and really cool and very important people. Again, don't want to be famous. I already am awesome and cool, but I would like to be very important. So, okay. do that. Well, <laughs> I'm sure we can figure it out. Make that happen. <laughs> Just our voices will be famous. There you go. Not us. I like it. Okay. I'm for it. Yeah. Me too. All right. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Crime at Our Roots podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Phyllis, and I'm from Cameroon. I'm Aziza, and I'm from Sierra Leone. And I'm Monique, and I'm from Cameroon. We are three besties bringing you an intense African true crime podcast. We bring you three crazy crime cases each week, filling your day with suspense. Taking you to different countries on the beautiful continent of Africa each week, even the countries you probably didn't know existed. Because contrary to popular belief, there are 54 of them, and we will give you an interesting fact about each and every one. With some cases you've likely never heard before. The stories we cover go from heartbreaking, solved, unsolved, to absolutely ridiculous. We have a love for true crime and want to share some stories with you from our roots because every victim has a story to tell. We are available on all podcast platforms. Come check us out.
Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. See ya! See ya.